time to wake up. It's Saturday morning. Find some milk and cereal. Grab a bowl and spoon. No, a bigger spoon. Head to the living room and take a seat on the floor. But Joseph and Chris present to you... Saturday Morning Cartoon! Hello everybody and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoon Boom. This is a show where we plop down on the living room floor with a big bowl of cereal and watch all your favorite cartoons, both old and new. I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. And today, we watched Shin Chan, as recommended by our pal Sarah from at BDH Workshop on Twitter. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Oh, man. How to go into this one? Okay, well, Shin Chan was originally Crayon Shin Chan, which started in 1992 and is still presently going on in Japan. Not so much the U.S. though. Created by Yoshido Usui, it aired for three seasons in America, but currently it's at episode 879 in Japan. So, oh, yeah, it was originally introduced to the U.S. on the Kiku Network in Hawaii until 2001, but the license was acquired by Funimation in 2005. What the majority of us would have seen it on was Cartoon Network's Adult Swim from 2006 to 2009. Funimation continued releasing the series in DVD format until 2011, ending their version of the series with season three. So for a short synopsis, it's about a five-year-old kid named Shin Chan who is always creating havoc with people around him. He also has a taste for older women. That's the synopsis. <laughs> that's uh, that's not wrong. <laughs> no, no, not incorrect. <laughs> yeah, what a uh, what a cartoon this was. This is interesting. And from reading it, I mean, I had a lot of trouble figuring out the right episodes because. Well, for one, I think it's had three different casts voicing it because I know there's the cast from Japan. It was dubbed into English, and then I think the first version was not used. And then when Funimation got it, didn't they redub it a second time with a new cast? Yeah, it was redubbed by Funimation with a different cast. It's a woman that's voicing Shin-Chan in mm-hmm. the version that we watched, and that is Laura Bailey, who is my favorite voiceover actress in the business she does a whole lot of cool stuff lots of cartoons lots of video games she's also a big part of geek and sundry so if you go to geek and sundry you will see her on like all kinds of their shows you'll see her on titan's grave they've got a a show where they do all these voice actors playing dungeons and dragons together and all kinds of stuff she'll be in all of that stuff she's really funny really talented so i was really excited to see that she was part of this one the other confusing part was that the episodes, when they were dubbed in America, they did it out of order. So an episode in Japan, which might have been made of these certain segments, might not be the same segments over here. So I wasn't sure if like some of the episode names that we're looking at might not be the same depending on what version we watch. So I'm pretty sure at least one of the segments was correct. One of them or two of the others might have been different. I don't know. It's really hard to say. Yeah, I mean, this is going based off of what we watched, which was the Funimation version on Hulu Plus. So the way that they generally air, at least from my understanding and what I saw, was it's three roughly six to seven minute episodes a piece per episode. So let me pull a few floaters out of our bowls here and talk about some of the show's marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) So... It's based off Yoshido's manga of the same name, which started in 1990 and only ran till 2010. And unfortunately, the creator Yoshido Usui passed away in 2009, which is why the manga was discontinued. 
And Shin Chan is a worldwide phenomenon, really. It's aired all over the place, all over the world, in different countries. Numerous video games, primarily released in Japan. There's some smartphone games, even, and at least 24 different movies based on Shin Chan. Wow. 24. I had yeah. no idea there was that much. And that's probably me being conservative. I'm not even sure. I don't know what's a special, what's an actual full length movie. Like, this thing is hugely popular in Japan. It's almost like an adult version of like Peanuts or something like that. Yeah, that you can kind of look at it that way. I yeah. because it is still going on. Like I said, eight hundred and seventy nine episodes, and that's not and that's not splitting the episodes apart. Like oh, it's counting you know the three episodes in each episode as an episode. It's counting every single episode with all three parts as a single right. episode. So eight hundred and seventy nine multiplied like three or four roughly by two or three at least, and that's yeah. oh an absurd gosh. amount of content. That's crazy. Imagine like how much writing has to go. Into, how do they keep coming up with ideas? I have no idea. I guess it's more. It's a better comparison actually, probably to like the Simpsons. Because one thing straight up, um, if there's any younger listeners that actually listen to our show, this is definitely a show that's intended for adults. Like yeah. I would say, late teens and up is what it's intended for. Definitely, so, it is TVMA. So yeah. just to preface that, lots of language, lots of very adult themed humor. So definitely. So what are your memories of this show, Chris? Do you have any? I do. I watched it a couple of times and it was like you were talking about. I saw it on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network several years ago. I, I think it was around the time that they actually had just gotten it because I remember them doing like they had ran commercials for it for several weeks before they actually showed the cartoon. I guess like, you know, just letting people know it's coming. And I was like, what is this? This looks really stupid. It's just a little kid. Like, why are they putting this on Adult Swim? Because they didn't market the kind of humor very well until the show actually started. So it was like one of those shows that I think came on in my time zone. I think it came on at like one in the morning on Adult Swim. I watched it. I thought it was pretty funny. I had only seen a couple episodes, so I didn't have a whole lot to judge from it. And it was around the time that I moved from the place I was in and didn't have cable after that. So I kind of fell off the train pretty quick and just never picked it back up. Yeah, uh, it's kind of the same for me. I mean... Actually, I never really saw any episodes of it. And honestly, I knew what Shin Chan looked like based on the fact that I had seen him around. And I had heard that it was a pretty dirty show, but it was one of those things where no one ever set me down and was like, you have to watch this. So right. I just ne I just never did. I wasn't avoiding it. It just the timing just wasn't right for me. I came into the episodes that we watched completely clean and I left feeling a little bit dirty. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm uh, Sarah. Thank you for recommending this, because when I watched this, I, I think I texted you immediately and was like, this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> You're going to love it. Yeah. And I just kept like taking little video shots of the stuff I was watching it and sending it to you and our friend Jim because I was just laughing so hard. The very first joke of the first episode had me laughing so hard. <laughs> here's here's one thing. Like if, if you are easily offended, this is not the show for you. Oh, absolutely not. Like that is the that is the show's bread and butter is that it's like that offensive kind of humor is that like there will be racial jokes there will be a lot of sexual jokes 
things like that. But they pick on everything and everyone, so it's not singling anyone out. And the, and the first joke was pretty much a Jew joke, which I can appreciate because I'm I'm like half Jew, so I was laughing hysterically <laughs> uh, just within the first minute. Oh yeah. Without further ado, let's just go ahead and dive into three episodes that we watch for today's show. The very first episode, the highest rated episode, and finally, the listener recommended episode in this case, which was recommended by Sarah. And it was a good one. So thank you, Sarah. But we will jump into that right now. First episode was P-Strike, season one, episode one. And it contained the three episodes, Shin's Allowance, A Very Wrong Engagement, and Loopy in the Sky with Demons. So starting with... (laughs) <laughs> Starting with uh, Shin's allowance, we can go ahead and... Well, actually, let me start with the beginning because the opening is hilarious. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. Not not even hilarious. It's just great. It's enough without going overboard. It's one, two, three, four, and then samurai pigs fighting, I guess. I don't know exactly. For about three seconds, then it just shouts Shin-chan, and then the episode starts. That's all you need. Right. Definitely. It's great. And some of the other iterations of Shin-Chan, the other versions, this episode is not the first episode like in Japan and the original version that America was going to get. This segment was not the first one we were going to get. I see why they put Mm. this one first, because this was a great introduction and probably one of my favorite episodes out of the ones that we saw. And it was just like the, the sense of humor is just right off the bat. It's right there in your face and it's hilarious. Like, it just starts out with these two kids on a swing set. The one kid says, is just talking about allowance, asking another kid what he gets. He's like, oh, yeah, I get allowance. I get, like, stock options and stuff. And the other kid goes, are, you, are your parents doctors, lawyers, or Jews? And I was, oh, my gosh. I was laughing hysterically. That's the very first, like, two lines of the show. It's perfect. It starts you off right. And right. this, this whole episode, this whole mini episode, anyway, is about Shinshan Nohara trying to get allowance from his family because he doesn't receive any currently and one thing i did want to mention shin chan's butt is always out oh yeah he's always pulling his pants down his butt's hanging out it's like his trademark his calling card yeah his calling card his butt is always out something a a comment that i really liked or a quote that i really liked was from shin chan's mom that was like when he asked her for allowance she just said you just wasted on kitty crap like trading cards video (laughs) games and crystal meth Right. <laughs> and they just say uh, it, they just say it so straight. Right. And and they're constantly like cursing towards each other and stuff, but they keep it really subtle. You know, they just say it in like just regular conversation, like mm-hmm. things like that. Like, oh, it's just, you know, kid stuff like crystal meth. Those jokes are so many of them. If you're not paying attention, you're not going to catch them because they say it just like normal conversation. And uh, I, I love that about this show. It's so funny. Mm hmm. Anything else to point out about the first part of this episode? So basically, this is just all about how he says he's not going to pee again mm-hmm. until he gets an allowance. He goes on pee strike. His mom's just kind of like, uh, that's fine. <laughs> so it, it doesn't work out. And they it gets so dramatic. It's hilarious that <laughs> like he just takes it so far. And just uh, one more joke from this segment that gives you the, the flavor of humor of this is at one point his mom says, is it too late to have an abortion? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> good, stuff. good stuff. So yes. let's jump to the second part, which was a very wrong engagement. Yeah. I, OK, this one was really funny. And this this whole thing was about homosexuality, essentially. Yeah. It, but misunderstood not even misunderstood misinterpreted homosexuality right there's this kid maso has a crush on this girl who has a thing for shin chan who shin chan doesn't even really notice well because he has a thing for older women 
Yeah, and, and Maso gets jealous, and then he's trying to propose a fight to Shin-Chan. Like, he wants to fight him. Shin-Chan thinks he's proposing <laughs> and, like, is going to his teachers, and he's like, you know, someone wants to knock boots with me and all this stuff, and the teachers are freaking out. Well, the one teacher keeps... Uh, well, I'm not going to say what she keeps saying. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. My favorite quote of the entire cartoon here, and kids do not repeat this at home. <laughs> Oh, was, I think I know what you're going to say, but go this ahead. This girl blows a kiss to Shin Chan and Maso <laughs> freaks out. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh my gosh, a kiss. That's the best thing a girl can blow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, anyone teenage and up will understand what they're really meaning there. And it's it's funny. I was not expecting that. And I love that joke. I also liked the where this took place, where the, you know, proposed fight was going to take place, which is Horse Poo Park. And it had yeah. that, that horse pee fountain. Yeah, it was like a statue of the bottom half of a horse. With poop. Upside down with its like hooves sticking up in the air. And the fountain water's coming out of the, the end. And I can't tell if it's supposed to be pee or if it's supposed to be like diarrhea shooting out. But. Yeah, that's hard to say. But the statue that's at the front of Horse Poo Park has the horse's butt and it's got a big pile of poop at the bottom of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. So one thing that I really caught on to in this episode is that the kids of this show, even though they're they're cursing, they're saying things like adults, they use some of the language adults use, but they're still super naive in that childlike kind of way. And it actually makes kind of sense. I mean, at first I thought it was really weird that they had this kid and he gets naked all the time. So I was running around naked doing stuff and they don't shy away from it. They will show this kid naked. And at first I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. But then I'm like, you know what? Little kids do that all the time. They don't understand. So in a way, like as weird as it seems at first, it actually does kind of make some sense. All right, so the very last part of episode one is Loopy in the Sky with Demons, and it's about Shin Chan being sick. Yeah, so there's not like, I feel like there's not a whole lot to say about this one. It was enjoyable, but the whole thing was kind of like a hallucination. Shin's got a fever. He's hallucinating and just kind of having a dream while his parents are trying to get his fever down. He's hallucinating about this like fire being... Fire demon thing. Yeah, I can't remember a red hot something. I can't remember what he called it. He teamed up with one of his favorite TV shows, Action Bastard. <laughs> I love that the superhero's name is Action Bastard. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and antics ensue. There, like you said, there really wasn't a lot to this episode. It was funny, but it wasn't anything to really point out a lot of different right. things. The fire demon started farting flames at them. Yeah, there was that. They walked into a sticky buns shop to try to cool off, but it turned out that it was a sumo wrestler buns, and they were stinky sticky, sticky buns. buns. <laughs> it's a lot of potty humor in this show. Oh yeah, that's the whole but show. It's funny. Oh, the end song that they play is super catchy. I was just going to just throw that out there that oh, I yeah. the song. Or it's just party, party, join us, join us, party, party, join us, join us. Just over and over again. Yeah. It has, it has it other lyrics It's almost to like it. an Andrew W.K. song. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then it breaks down into this woman like really singing something really pretty like after so many seconds. But it's a catchy song. I liked it. It is catchy. Intro and closing both were really strong. I agree. So let's jump into the highest rated episode, which is the next one. Gratuitous Child Nudity, season one, episode 20. The three portions of this episode were Bed, Bath, and Poodon, Planet of the Dogs, and then Planet of the Dogs, part two, Holy Shih Tzu. This was ridiculous. You know, I like the first segment a lot. 
I enjoyed that one. I, and it was different in that it wasn't as out there as some of the other episodes, especially the other two in this episode. But it's essentially the dad comes home from work and he's subtly making jokes about how terrible his life is. <laughs> <laughs> Even says something at one point, like some subtle joke about maybe I should have jumped off that train or something like that. Well, he, he takes that or puts down his briefcase of defeat, takes off his coat of misery. And then right. he called his tie some kind of chain. I can't remember what it was. So you get the feeling that the dad kind of doesn't really care for his life much, but they still make it funny. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's one of those things I guess you have to see in here, but basically this whole episode is him trying to get the kids into the bathtub. Yeah. I like where before they even start, where the mom's like, you need to give them a bath. And he said, the kids don't smell too much like feces tonight. Right. And then the mom, she, so she's chopping some zucchini right now and she slams a knife down and just kind of says, Huh, this knife is sharp. Cuts into any zucchini shaped object really well. Yeah. <laughs> and like gives the dad this look and he's like, ah! <laughs> you can guess at what she's getting to there. Oh, yeah. So and then basically saying he better get those kids a bath. Yeah. And so it, a lot of the episode is him. A lot of the episode is the dad chasing down the younger daughter to get her into the bathtub. And I like what I liked about this episode was how they paralleled it with the crime drama show that exactly. was on TV. I thought that was really interesting. It was very clever. It was cleverly done. It brought a level of intellectual thinking and stuff like that that I hadn't seen in this show yet. Yeah, actual storytelling elements right. as opposed to just dirty joke after dirty joke. Exactly. Like So, it, I mean, they kind of showed that the, the writers can do more than just the dirty jokes and stuff like that. So I appreciated that. It was good insight on some of the rest of this show. But then they do get in the tub. And of course, you know, the little girl, we don't know if she poops or something else in there, but she does something in the tub eventually. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she poops given the name of the episode. Well, they At first someone said code brown, code brown. But then yeah. I think Shin said it might be a code green. <laughs> like I was saying before, they, they don't shy away from nudity with these kids at all especially the thing that shin plays with in the corner of the bathroom yeah that one was so weird dad's like what are you doing he's like just pinching and tugging pinching and tugging it's like oh my gosh (laughs) i was kind of shocked when i saw that i didn't expect to see that surprised they could do that and still put it on tv yeah and especially that being one of the episodes that funimation pulled i was like wow okay Moving on to the next part of this episode, which is actually a two-parter in the same episode, Planet of the Dogs. Both parts were pretty good, and we could probably just talk to the, about them as a whole. Oh, yeah. Why don't you explain what the premise of this one was? So the premise is, essentially, Shin is walking his dog, Whitey, and at the same time, recording video of him as he's walking him, but kind of mistreating him in a way, like, you know, tugging him on a leash and teasing him with food that he's not going to give him oh and the whole time he's he's trying to film whitey's butthole oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) trying to film his butt and then what happens is like a a doghouse from outer space comes and abducts them supposedly and takes them to some sort of a dog planet which is obviously led by dogs and whitey starts to talk and he is now the owner sort of of shin chan who is naked and has a collar on and is being treated like a pet Whitey is British. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they all have to be British, British because the Queen likes the BBC. Yes. And uh, what's the Queen's name? Uh, her Royal Bitchness. I think we can say that because, one, it's referring to a dog, and two, it's a name. That's true. It is a proper usage of it. So I think we can get away with that one. <laughs> I, won't, I won't bleep it out. I'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so one that's that's funny that is a funny joke yeah <laughs> so there's this one dog i don't remember his name but there's one dog that's kind of evil oru or uro or something like yeah that. you find out that he's plotting against the bitchness yeah that he wants to take over so basically that's shen's way out of this world is basically kind of revealing that guy's plan there was one real funny joke at first, where the the bitchness is first presented with Shin and hasn't taken away, and he wants to do something. I don't remember exactly what the the bitchness doesn't really need his help at the time. So he goes, "Well, if you don't need me, I'll be upstairs licking my testicles." Yeah. <laughs> the camera pulls away, but you hear Shin say, "Hey, could you teach me how to do that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they also had a lot of. Of course, dog puns like oh, lots. I I don't even know if puns so much just the the replacement of dog with everything that would be human, like oh the dogmanity or oh my dog or things like right, that. Exactly. Oh, Shin gets renamed Stinky Butt. Oh yes, Shin is re- that's his dog name is Stinky Butt. Something at the end of the first portion of this episode was the the double sons where someone was like, you do know that George Lucas will sue our pants off for this shot, right? Right. <laughs> yes. I like that. That was a great... Yeah, good Star great Wars joke. reference. Yeah, that was a good reference. The The way that Shin escapes this world is basically to, to try to prove that this other dog was going to take over. He presents his video that he was taking on his video camera. And he says that he recorded the guy. Um, he was basically... The, the dog was talking to another dog about what they're going to do, giving them the plan. Shin recorded it on video. And then he tries to present it to uh, you know the court, essentially, <laughs> and the business and... The video instead starts of it's the film of Whitey's butt. (laughs) 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 Poor Whitey's freaking out trying to turn it off. (laughs) But then I like how he comes back later when they're fighting Oru. Whitey comes back and was like, the nudity in the movie was an essential part of the script. (laughs) Right. That was good. So, yeah, they it comes down to like a sword fight, except Oru has a sword but Whitey instead just has garden shears that he's fighting. And, but, I mean, they're hardcore fighting with these things. Yeah. But Shin ends up coming to Whitey's rescue using his dad's stinky sock that he tried to make Whitey smell at the very beginning of the episode. <laughs> so it's, it was a good callback to the end of the, the second part that closes out this story is that he throws the stinky sock into the air and the dogs are like, no, and it pretty much defeats them. Mm-hmm. Some good adult humor at the end there was the queen's right hand man. He was like, yes, boys, you should never misjudge the value of a well-groomed bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part. Lots of lots of very uh, lots of innuendos and yeah. stuff in this cartoon. Even Shin comments that the dogs talk about humping a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's funny because I mean, you think about dogs and they tend to do that so it makes sense it does make sense in a weird kind of twisted way sure yes (laughs) very much (laughs) so now let's move on to the last episode that we reviewed which was irregular tampons on sale season one episode 11 and this was what was chosen by sarah and this one was pretty crazy yeah (laughs) so thanks for choosing this for us sarah it was definitely weird it started with little morphin tranny went on to a bicycle built for poo and ended with the young and the eggless So all of these episodes are really strong, I think. They were all really funny. I agree. So the first one starts off with Shin and his dad see their new neighbor, who is a hot redheaded woman. And the dad (laughs) is pretty much freaking out about it. 
he he tells us beforehand after he's coming home from work from another self-esteem deflating day that he can't wait to go lose himself in the magic of his redheaded pornography right <laughs> and so already already we find out that he has a thing for redheads oh yeah so then he sees this neighbor and he's like losing it like mm-hmm. oh my god and Shin is too. Shin is just as infatuated. And the mom is like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, our, our neighbor's a guy. And she's very adamant it's a guy. The dad's like, no, there's no way. So the dad and Shin go over next door to talk to her. And they're trying to impress her. And what are the things that they said they did? Like, didn't he introduce himself as a UFC fighter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the first thing he said was that he's an ultimate fighter. That's right. And then I think they were going to tell her something about being astronauts or something like that. Right. Yeah. So the, the mom is still adamant that it's a guy. But then and then we see a flashback of the mom who does meet a neighbor and the neighbor seems like a really redneck dude. So we're kind of wondering, we're like, what? Like, is it a guy? Is it a girl? Is it a transvestite? As the, you know, episode name might hint. This episode also is the first time we really, I mean, we kind of get hints of it a little in other episodes, but this is the first one we really see that Shin does have a thing for older women. Yeah, Shin is trying to impress her just as much as his dad is. But when they're they're trying to figure it out, they hear an argument going on. It sounds like a man and a woman next door fighting. So then you're like, oh, there's two of them. No wonder, you know, they saw the wrong people. Yeah. But some of the some of the stuff they were saying while they were fighting is hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shin's parents are fighting and he goes, Mom, Dad, stop fighting. I'm trying to hear the neighbors fight. <laughs> I like that. But there's, yeah, there's hilarious, like, banter just going on back and forth between everyone who's fighting. It was just amazing. Like, I was laughing so hard that I probably missed half of the dialogue. Yeah, really, a lot of this episode was focused on really comical dialogue. One thing that I think it was at the end of the episode where Shin's mom was like, that's it. From now on, we only talk about my hotness. And then everyone's silent. And she's just like, say something. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. And these... (laughs) Was something I noticed in only in this episode, and it might have been shown before, was that the apartments that they live in, they're called falling apartments. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Falling apartments. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So we'll leave the rest to your imagination. You have to really go watch it to find out what really happens and move on to the next part, which is a bicycle built for poo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So this has one of my favorite jokes of the whole thing. And this joke comes up a couple of times. So the mom's trying to get Shin ready for school. I guess he has a habit of not making the bus or being almost to the point where he's going to miss the bus. And the mom is dreading the day that it happens. So she's trying to get him ready. Or at one part, he's like naked. And the mom yells to put the elephant back in its cage. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, is meaning, you know, put your pants on, put your junk away. Right. (laughs) But man, I kind of want to use that from now on because that's (laughs) hilarious. So he does end up being late because even though he's about to be on time, he at the last seconds like, I got to go poop. And (laughs) it takes him 20 minutes. So the bus leaves without him. So what the mom ends up having to do is take Hima, who is the daughter, and Shin Chan on her bike all the way to school, which is apparently a long bike ride and up a huge hill. She's never done it before, so she doesn't even know where to go. No, and she is dreading this. So she's got a map. She has Shin trying to read a map and he's not reading it right. And they're getting lost all over the place. They eventually get to like kind of like a trendier neighborhood that the mom hasn't seen before. And so she's seeing all these shops and getting really excited. And then she stops at this tea shop called Tea Baggers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of derails the whole thing by going in there. That was pretty good. 
Yeah, she's like, teabaggers, sounds like a fun way to spend a day. (laughs) (laughs) It's more than innuendos. Yeah, and then she gets infatuated with the tea shop boy who comes in like, would you like to taste my berries? (laughs) All right. Oh, God. Oh, man. And then when she finally does get to the hill that she needs to go up, the way that it ties back to the really the name of this whole episode is some salesman shouting irregular tampons for irregular vaginas. And then <laughs> she gets distracted because she knows that means her. Yeah. She's like, hey, that's me. And then <laughs> rolls back down the hill. Right. She uh, loses her momentum and rolls back down because she's trying so hard to get up this hill. And she's even telling herself, think muscular thoughts. Think muscular thoughts. <laughs> um, she starts getting up. Here's the tampon sale. A regular tampon sale for her, a regular vagina. And she rolls back down. Turns out it was only a half day of school anyway. And by yeah. the time she rolls back down the hill, the, the teacher and the bus driver's coming by again. They're like, oh, yeah, it was a half day. And the mom is not very happy. Something that I really liked was that they didn't offer her a ride or anything. They're just like, all no, right, all. have fun riding back home. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So that jumps us over to the last part of this last episode, which is the young and the eggless. Really, the the premise of it is Shin's mom sees a sale for eggs in the paper and so tries to make her way over to the grocery store in order to get these eggs on sale. Right. And as she's going, so she's pushing the kids in a stroller. Well, she's pushing the little girl in the stroller. And I think Shin is, I don't remember what Shin's doing. Shin's like at one point just hanging onto her leg. (laughs) Yeah, he's just kind of following behind, but also being a distraction and very troublesome, of course. So she spots this, what she refers to as an American trendy mom, who also has a little girl in a stroller. And they seem to be going the same way. And she's just kind of comparing her to this woman and just kind of tearing her apart a little bit. She's not a big fan of this American trendy mom. And the little <laughs> the little girl just cracks me up because it, it definitely shows you what they think of us over there. <laughs> like the little girl just keeps saying the word like that's ghetto and yeah. stuff like that. Mom, you're being ghetto. Oh man. So it, it kind of becomes this competition between the two where they're trying to beat each other to the store And then they actually get to the store and then it comes down to them. Oh, they're comparing skin because they find somebody who's using some sort of. They find a makeup store first. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They find, yeah, it's like some machine or something to tell like the age of your skin and to help it out. So this made me sad because it made me feel really old because the whole time the way that they talk and the way that Shin kind of talks to his mom makes you think that the mom is older. And it, it turns out the mom's only 29. I'm older yeah. than she is. I'm like, what yeah, the hell? We're older than Shin's mom. Uh, that made me real sad. <laughs> but they said something like she's got the skin of like an old leather burlap sack or oh, yeah. Shin an old says, leather bag or something. Shin says it, that her skin looks like the surface of a beat up old bag. <laughs> and then the, the shop lady's like, oh, your skin's like that of a 25 or 26 year old. And Shin's like lying. And she, right. and she was like, a little bit. <laughs> they make her mom seem so old. And then the American Trendy mom is just like, I just turned 18. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, there's another thing that they think about us. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not incorrect completely. Yeah, it's not de- It's not necessarily wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's kind of a funny stereotype. And yeah. it made this cartoon even funnier. But And when it comes down to once they get to the eggs and they're running for it because they're about to run out of time, it's almost a, well, it is a race now between the trendy mom and Shin's mom. And it comes down to Shin's mom having to make a choice between saving a child or getting the eggs. And I won't reveal what happens, but that's kind of the way the episode closes out. 
Right. I did want to say that out of all the characters, I actually think that Shen's mom is my favorite character in this entire show. She seems the most down to earth. The well, most that and real. like her jokes are hilarious. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. she's constantly subtly insulting everybody. <laughs> and it's, oh my God, I love it. it. I think she's honestly, I mean, Shin is funny. His dad's funny. I mean, all the characters are funny, but I think she gets some of the best lines in the show. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. She is really good. She might be my favorite also if I'm having to choose. Heck yeah. Well, Chris, I think it's about time we hunt down our inner kids, hope they don't label us ghetto, and hear what they thought of Shin-Chan. All right, let me pull out my inner Chan. Shin-Chan is so funny, and I want to be like him, and I'm going to show my butt all the time, or, or when I'm running around naked. Or I'm going to say naughty words, but then I get a spanking, and that's not really fair because he always seems to get away with it. And sometimes his dad's kind of creepy, but it's still kind of funny, and I would give it four butts of cereal out of five. <laughs> butts. Joseph, it's your turn. Thank you, Christopher, and well said, as always. As for me, I did think that the show was actually quite humorous, but definitely not appropriate for children, present company included. However, if I were to fault it for anything, it would be for the constant, unending barrage of filthy jokes. Shin-Chan crosses this unspoken line over and over again of how far is too far, and by the end of every mini-episode, I would swear poop was oozing out of my ears I felt so dirty. But I suppose that's the point. This overload aside, I did have a great time, and some of the gags were just spot on. So I ended up giving this four bowls of cereal out of five and would definitely recommend it, but only the individuals with the dirtiest of minds. Nicely said. Now, since you two watched this show, go to your room. <laughs> yeah, nice job, boys. Now get ready for bath time, and remember, no more Code Brown surprises. <laughs> well, listeners, it looks like our milk supply has now run dry, so it's time for us to say goodbye. So next week, we'll be watching... Steven Universe, submitted via SoundCloud by at Peter W.J. Dibble. And once again, I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. And we'll see you next Saturday. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Definitely reach out and let us know what cartoon you'd like us to cover, along with some of your favorite episodes so we can feature them on our show. You can make a request, see the current request list, or speak with the show host by visiting the Cartoon Boom subreddit. You can also connect with our network by visiting nerdsloth.com or searching for Nerdsloth on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. See you next Saturday. 